I'm Krista, born in Toronto and raised in Durham and now living in Clarington. And I'm Jazzy, born in Manila, Philippines, raised in Toronto, Canada, and schooled all over southwestern Ontario. You're listening to the Halo Halo podcast, a delicious mix of pop culture and the Filipino-Canadian life. Before we start our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the lands we're podcasting on. I'm podcasting from the traditional lands of the Huron-Wendat, the Seneca, and most recently, the Mississaugas of the Credit River. And I'm podcasting from the traditional and treaty territory of the Mississaugas and Chibways of the Anishinaabeg, known today as the Williams Treaty's First Nations. It's warm up, and we've Yay! got a guest in studio. Welcome, Yay! Krista. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks for coming on to the podcast in the Holo Holo studios as you cover off for Siggy, our co-host for the Holo Holo podcast. And full disclosure, everyone, Krista is my cousin and early childhood educator extraordinaire. So thanks so much for joining us. I'm glad that you're able to help cover off and spell off Siggy while he's away on assignment. I'm really excited to be here. You know, to be honest, I've heard, you know, our other cousins be on and it's really exciting to hear them. So I'm excited to be a part of this as well. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad that you could help us out and help your Kuya out here. Okay. So as you know, January is back to the vault month and our main episode is revisiting 80s high school delinquency films, which is so funny because probably out of everyone in our families, you and I are probably like the most rule abiding cousins amongst the entire that is not to (laughs) talk smack of our cousins but we're probably the most rule abiding at least in our high school days would you agree I think that's very true I think also because we are um first born right right. we are the eldest of three so we're the eldest and I feel that we are to say that our siblings are not responsible but we, we had to kind of set that example for our younger siblings that's right we both cleared the path And everyone in our family has a part to play, as I always think about it. Would you say, Krista? Yes, right. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's hilarious that we're going to be answering these questions on teen delinquency warm-up time. (laughs) So are you ready to go through our questions for a warm-up? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So here's the first question. When was the first time you skipped school and why? So let me say it again. Okay. When was Mm -hmm. the first time you skipped school and why? Okay. So this is going like way, 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 way back. Okay. I was in actually Goretti. I was at Goretti. Wow, that's okay? really I far back. I was really young. I must have been like five or six years old. And I remember it because it's not, um, I got in a lot of trouble for it. So I think that's why I, I remember this memory of me kind of like skipping school. I lived in Scarborough yes. when I was very young. Right. So I went to Goretti and right across the street, they had a convenience store. Right. So I had a friend during recess say, hey, let's go to that convenience store and get some candy. And, you know, me, I was like, okay, sure, sure. why not? We literally left the school property. I kid you not, we were probably six years old, oh seven God. years old. <laughs> <laughs> left school property, went to the school. I don't even know if we had money or if my friend had money. I was just like, hey, sure, I'll come along for the ride. Why not? Got our candy and then went back. And I guess that someone found out and I definitely got a lot of trouble for oh it. Gosh, but Krista. that's definitely my most, my first most memorable experience of me skipping school. Wow. <laughs> that is A, that is so scandalous. B, I did not know that. C, mm-hmm. I can just see you like thinking, oh, that's a good idea. And 
Listeners, Goretti is St. Maria Goretti in Kennedy mm-hmm. Park or Middle Scarborough or Mid Scarborough. And yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. On Kenmark Boulevard, you just walk across. There was a plaza there. They had something yeah. called Star Wars Burger. It, that's no longer there. Next to it was the convenience. And right. all the kids went to it at lunchtime. You had to have permission from your parents <laughs> so you could cross <laughs> the road. And yep. Kasha, again, that's really scandalous. I did not know that. I know. Yeah, I kept that secret for a long time, but now it's out. And, now it's uh, out. Here we oh are. Gosh. Here oh we are. <laughs> well, I have to say my first time skipping school wasn't as scandalous as yours. I skipped school. When was it? It was in grade 11. And the reason mm-hmm. why I skipped school was I had to go to the Sunrise Record to buy tickets for Madonna's Blonde Ambition Tour. You know, I had a feeling it had something to do with Madonna, <laughs> <Yeah>. Clea. <laughs> of course. At that point, I was so desperate to go get tickets. And I said, I absolutely had to go get tickets. So I did exactly that. I skipped school with my friend, Christine. Mm -hmm. We had no idea if we were going to go get the tickets or not, but we were very excited and figured, you know, I think I miss English and something else. And I just thought I have to get these tickets. And of course, got these tickets. And imagine this, the tickets were like $90 each, which back in 1990, that was a lot of money. money. Now it's like a dinner for two or three at a fancy restaurant at like a gang or something. I know. Isn't that funny? Did you get caught? No, actually, it was fantastic. <laughs> I had said that I was sick and I lost the doctor's note. And so no one thought twice about it because I had such a good track record at school. <laughs> that definitely helped your case then. That, that helped did. you get away with it, right? Because Kuya skipped school? No, no way. That, no that way. would never Why happen. Why skip school? But for Madonna, yes, I was happy to do that. That's funny. Now, our next question. Have you ever tried to impersonate an adult to help someone skip school? Yes, I have. (laughs) (laughs) Do tell, do tell. You know, I was not, you know, looking back, I really wish I was more focused on my studies. Yes, right? yes. But being a teenager, you're just so, you love your friends and the social aspect of it all. When I was in grade 12, my younger sister Jasmine was in grade nine. I used to sign myself all the time and I used to force my mom's <laughs> signatures, guys. I do not condone this behavior. No, we this don't. Is we in don't. My younger is, years, okay? We've learned. We've learned that this yes. is not the way to go. So definitely. So do not follow. You know my example. So there was one day Jazz wanted to, I guess, leave early or something. So I'm yeah. like, sure, why not? I do it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I made a note and I signed my mom's name, and she got caught. <laughs> I think because she was only in grade nine, whereas yeah. I was already in grade 12 it was kind of like okay well you know she's in grade 12 if she wants to leave then that's her choice but being in grade nine I'm sure they didn't want my sister to be skipping school already so you know they called her into the office they called me into the office my mom was there they showed all the notes that I had written it was not good it was not (laughs) good dear so after that yeah we we stopped we stopped writing notes (laughs) oh my gosh well you know i have never tried to impersonate an adult to help someone skip school but i do have to actually put my youngest sister your auntie jessica out to dry on the Mm -hmm. clothes pins or the clothes hangers and it's partly related to me and in fact what happened was someone was trying to impersonate me so of course Mm. jessica was in one of her high school classes and of course jessica myself and your auntie marika or your auntie maria went to Cardinal Newman, now Blessed Mm -hmm. Newman, or St. John Henry Newman High School in Scarborough as well. 
And the hilarious part is this, is is that, of course, I was like, as you know, a top student, academically Mm -hmm. driven, all of that stuff. Teachers remembered me. At some point, someone comes knocking to the classroom door saying that they were Jessica's older brother back from university wanting to visit. (laughs) And so... (laughs) They knock on the door, they open the door, you know, and the teacher says, you know, you're not Jez. And I know who Jez is because I taught Jez. Oh, that's Uh, funny. This person did not think this through. No, or communicate this with Jessica as well, right? Right. So anyways, I mean, you know, you're probably your auntie Jessica can tell the story better than I can, but that is the urban legend that I know of. That was the story that was told to me on how someone tried to impersonate me. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. You know, the next two questions follow up from our main episode that our listeners, you probably have just heard. Mm -hmm. But I would like you to put in order the following identities that you most relate to. A brain, a jock, a criminal, a basket case, and a princess. In what order, starting with the one that you can relate to to the most, being at the top end, and then at the bottom, like what can you relate to the least? Oh, I saw this list ahead of time and I was trying to prepare myself for this question because the most I would say, I would say maybe jock and princess. I really like sports, into sports a lot. And princess maybe, I don't know, and maybe brain. I think those kind of three like mesh together. There's not really one that stands out so much. But I think the combination of the three, I would say, kind of meshed well. Like, I was little and I was loud. Yes. I, that's how I... And I like that about you. ...remember myself in high school. And I feel like I'm still that, that way today. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how we just get louder. <laughs> yeah. You know, at that yeah. point. Well, I just think it's hilarious because I would have said brain princess jock for you in terms hmm. of that order. That's int- you know, it's also interesting how we like perceive ourselves because as you know, Clea, I've gone back to school. Yes. Yes. Right. And like to me, in high school, I never perceived myself as a brain, as a smart person, but going, you know, being back in university and hearing my professors speak to me about my work and you know, how well I've been doing. It's nice to hear so I've been trying to accept that more, that I'm more of a, a brain than I oh, did think Krisha. that I was. I've always thought you were a brain, <laughs> but, you know, maybe we'll talk, you know, maybe perhaps you have mentioned this in our main episode in terms of a scenic group, but I've certainly seen you as, as a brain as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. In terms of this order, I think, surprise, surprise, brain goes first, jock goes next. And then I think I put a basket case third and then princess, and then a criminal at the end. Or sometimes criminal and princess kind of flip-flop, right? Depending how Uh diva-like I am at any one moment or how mischievous I can be at any one moment. And sometimes I think it has to do with the kids that are around me that bring that out a little bit more. (laughs) And your youngest brings out, like, the mischievous part in me, so... Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Last question of our warm-up. Have you ever joined a parade? You know, I've never joined a parade, but the most memorable parade that I can think of is when we were in the Philippines and I was actually terrified, terrified for my life. 
we were in the Philippines together and I can't remember what road we were on or where we were, but there are these really, really tall statue looking. I was four years old. Oh, I can't remember where we were. They were having a parade. There's Santo Nino, yes, I yes. think, in, within the parade. Yes. And then there's re- these really like big, tall kind of statue looking I just remember being so terrified. But we were like on the streets within the parade, were we not? And that was actually one of the bullying bullings. Was that in the mountains or was that like in the city in Manila? It was in the city. I think it was in the city. Oh, Christian. I had that pictures. Was, that was the bullying bullying at the time and stuff okay. like that. Okay. Oh, that's so funny. I guess from a six-year-old's point of view, was it? were you six at the time or four? I was four. I was four. Wow. Well, I was going to say from a four-year-old's point of view, I can see how scary the bullying bullying might be. Mm-hmm. But it's so funny because yeah. that is probably your Tita Jess, my dad's most favorite fiesta that there is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And in and right. about right now, actually, by the time that this drops or this has dropped, you know, we would be saying Viva Santa Nino at this point to each other and stuff like that. Ah. So, Tomorrow, when you talk to your mom, slip in a, oh, mom, by the way, Viva Santa Nino, and then see what she has to say. All right. I will. I will remember to mention that to her. For me, at least, in terms of joining a parade, there have been many pride parades that I've joined along the way. Mm -hmm. I think the most memorable probably was in London, Ontario, when I was studying there at the time, where they were just starting to put out these pride parades. So it was quite a political act to actually join those parades. So that's probably, you know, the most delinquent parade human rights activist thing I have done. Mm -hmm. That's quite memorable in my mind. Anyways, that takes us to the end of our warm-up. I'm hoping that you are warmed up. Are you warmed up? I'm definitely warmed up. Ah, fantastic. Well, Krisha, I think you should take us out. We love email, and we want to hear what you think about our podcast. Email us at holoholopopculture at gmail.com. The Holo Holo podcast is available on all podcast platforms. Rate us and leave a review. You can find us on social media, Twitter. Our handle is at Hollow Hollow Pop and on Instagram at Hollow Hollow Pop Culture. Finally, we receive editorial feedback from Mary Beth Badian. Our musical theme is by Chel Turingen, and we'll see all of you guys again real soon. Krisha, that was so great. Thanks.